Well, she's an accomplished actress and producer, but you know what, folks, today you're knowing her as none other than the OG etiquette expert. She's trained people all over the world to be civil to each other. Uh, and she actually ran a, an etiquette school, uh, founded and ran one in Phoenix, Arizona uh, for 13 years. And now I tell you, she's on television and I'm honored to have her today. Welcome, Zoe Yeoman. How you doing, Zoe? Hey, Brent, I am very well. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Excited to see your face. Well, it's great to see your face. We had such a great conversation the other, the other day. And of course, I, I'm wanting to, of course, be on my best etiquette uh, right now as, I, <laughs> as I'm talking to you. I don't judge. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know what, Zoe? Um, uh, just an incredibly uh, wise person and a beautiful lady, I might add. Uh, folks, go to zoeyeoman.com. You're going to see the website the entire time at the bottom of your screen. You're going to see so many great things. I mean, my gosh, from etiquette to her her web series and production. And I'll tell you what, if you need someone uh, to be an expert uh, at your event uh, or, my gosh, what does she not do? Uh, even for television segments, Zoe, you're great TV already. And I know that starting your career at age 16 in front of the camera, uh, we'll hear more about that. I'm sure you will do a great job uh, on anything you go on. But without any further ado, where did you get the name, the OG Etiquette Expert? Well, you know, originally the company was branded as Mrs. Hancock. Right. So Hancock, as in John, is my married name. And uh, I decided this time around that I needed a little rebranding. And so I thought, what is going to appeal perhaps to someone who's in their teens or 20s, 30s, you know, that whole millennial kind of group. And so I came up with the OG etiquette expert. And that's how I thought, you know, now that might get their attention because we kind of need them to listen to. They're going to be raising children someday, we, we hope. And... <laughs> Everybody can always use a refresher. So I was kind of hoping that that would be the thing that would spark, would be a spark. Wow. You know, Zoe, what you provide, though, uh, on a serious note, um, it means everything for a young person. I was able to step into every one of my dreams and it had a lot to do, uh, I believe, with manners, manners uh, morals, etiquette, and, and respect for my elders. And this generation needs to hear the same thing, uh, even more so. You know, the, there's a competitive job market. People of all ages can benefit from what Zoe has to say. But, you know, talking about the importance of etiquette in our society, what would you have to tell people right now who are watching? Well, to your point, you know, Clarence Thomas, Supreme Court Judge Thomas said, good manners will open doors that the best education cannot. Wow. Boy, is that true? There it is right there. So, you know, if you're a young person who's trying to enter the job market, these skills are incredibly important. They're like tools that we use. Wow. And if you're a little bit older and you need a refresher, then we can help with that too, because it's about confidence. It's about how you carry yourself, right. how you speak. And I don't care if you have an accent or not, or, you know, where a, it's, you know, yeses and pleases and thank yous and may I, et cetera, right? You know, Brant, my youngest students were two and a half years old. Wow. Wow. And I taught them how to use a napkin, coughing, sneezing, burping, yawning. You know, 
I kind of made everything a game. So needed. Right? Well, how how did you do that? I mean, tell tell us, how'd you make it a game? So I took a napkin. Oh, look, I have one. Hey, all right. You got a props there. (laughs) I took a napkin and I said, a napkin is a square. Yes. And they all went, yes. And I said, okay, so we're going to put this napkin in our lap. Right? Right. And then cough, sneeze, burp, and yawn. And so then I would say, okay, everybody know how to do all of those things? And they would giggle and laugh. And I'd say, okay, on the count of three, we're going to burp now, but we have to use our napkin. So I'll do it for you. Watch, you know, and I would kind of like make a fake, fake burp because I don't <laughs> do that on, you know, on call. Um, right. Burp. And, and then I'd say, excuse me. And then I put my lap and say, okay, now I have to sneeze. Achoo! excuse me and and so coughing burping sneezing yawning and those kids would go home and teach their parents so (laughs) (laughs) some parents need to be taught that too you know (laughs) and i would get these lovely handwritten cards you know mrs hancock you know thank you so much for teaching me how to use my net so anyway if we can teach a two and a half year old we can certainly teach somebody who's you know who's getting ready to go out and start a job and, you know, instead wow. of maybe sending an email or a text to whomever, you right. might actually, you might actually send a card, a handwritten card, you wow. know, to thank somebody for that very important interview. You know, Zoe, it's interesting to see um, etiquette and interaction. I mean, there was a time when a handwritten note was very valuable. Then, then it became a fax. Did you get my fax? You know, and then the email, did you get my email? Then the text, then it reverted back to a, a fax. And then I don't know about you, but what I'm seeing in the business world is a handwritten note uh, or handwritten card is very, very special because it, it communicates uh, in a culture where time is the commodity, it seems, uh, that it, taking the time to handwrite a card is a big deal, even level, in business. Yeah. Level of education, how to stand out wow. from the others. And that is one easy, simple, seven-minute way that you can stand out in the crowd. And isn't that how we find a job? Isn't that how we, you know, make acquaintances with people, reach out to someone that way, as opposed to it going in their spam and them perhaps never seeing it? Right. Um, and so, yes, you know, thanking somebody for an interview, thanking somebody for having you over to their home, you yeah. know, um, all of that, it just really matters. And it tells people that you're educated and that you that you are just that much more special kind of than than perhaps other people in that regard. Well, it's class and it's consideration. You know, there's so many movies of of rag to, rags to riches stories or the Cinderella story told so many different ways, you know, but a common denominator in a lot of those movies of a person uh, rising to another level, perhaps, uh, or, or, or uh, climbing to uh, a station of royalty they didn't realize they had or whatever, a common denominator in those movies is the teaching of etiquette. And it's very, very important, isn't it? I tell you, it tells people a lot about who you are and how you are, and um, it'll never it'll never steer you wrong. Like if you use those tools, if you have an understanding 
of how important it is to reach out and shake someone's hand and make eye contact with them and remember their name as wow. their that kind of stuff. They're little things, but gosh, they'll take you so far. And you're right. It's not necessarily about having a formal education, but it's also not about how many forks do I need to understand how to use? And right. Am I supposed to put my pinky? I mean, there's become such a stigma and has been that I've been fighting for 15, you know, for, <laughs> for almost you know, 20 years now, um, fighting that stigma of what people seem to think uh, having an understanding of etiquette is about. So important. You know, there's some very practical things you can do with etiquette and the holidays are right here, folks. Uh, OG etiquette expert, the etiquette <laughs> queen, uh, Miss Etiquette, uh, you say um, how, how would you, how would you encourage people <laughs> as family comes together? It can be really, really good or sometimes really, really bad, but how would you encourage people to have what you would say is holiday etiquette? Well, it's very important to remember the reason for the season. So we're going to take that old adage about not discussing religion in the larger sense and politics. And we're going to kind of just maybe push that aside a little bit. If people are like-minded, yes. If people are like-minded, then by all means have at it. But you know that there are people in your family who are just itching for a fight. And that's just not what we want no. on Christmas Eve. So <laughs> we try to remember, we try to remember that we actually love these people and we love their company and we're just going to let some things go. So <laughs> try not to show up empty handed if you can help it. That's good. You can ask, is there something that I can bring for dinner tonight? Is there a favorite bottle of theirs or something? Maybe a bag of dog treats for the puppy, you know, something, right? right. Um, you try not to ever show up to someone's home empty handed. Wonderful. Um, and we don't have to go crazy with spending on gifting. You know, think a couple of minutes about who you need to buy for. Don't overspend. And by that, I mean, sometimes when you give something somebody that's incredibly valuable, they know you spend a lot, it can make them uncomfortable. So part of etiquette is common sense and making people feel comfortable and, and um, with you is, is supremely important. Yes. Yeah, I think. Very, very important. And now, now, now you're talking about some fantastic things, you know, um, what about, what do you say about body posture etiquette? What are, what are some taboos or some proper or improper ways to, uh, to conduct conversation or to greet or, or say goodbye to someone? So when now we have this whole thing and I'm just sorry. know everyone that COVID I'm, I'm, I'm going to edit this and it's going to be so smooth. Uh, okay. Someone interrupted me. And they shouldn't have. Um, let, me, let me rephrase that again, okay? So when it comes to greeting people, uh, conducting conversations, and saying uh, goodbye to people, what, what are some things people can apply during this holiday season with etiquette? Well, I really like to remind everyone that there still is the common cold and there still is the flu. Wow. So, so if you're not feeling well, please stay home. There's nothing worse than going, walking into a party and someone putting their hand out to shake your hand and you shake. And then you find out 10 minutes later as they're sniffing over, sniffling over in the corner. I think I'm coming down with something. And it's like, really, why are you here? Like you should be home. Right. So, so if you're not feeling well, stay home. If they've asked that you wear a mask, 
please respect their wishes. Right. If you're not okay with wearing a mask and that's what they've asked for, then perhaps stay home. Um, you know, some people are not okay with shaking hands these days or right. with hugging these days. Right. So it's really simple. May I give you a hug? Are you okay with shaking hands? Just ask the question. It's fine. That's how we do it now. Um, and people will let you know, no, 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 no. I'm a caregiver. I'm really, you know, okay, great. That's well, it's so great to see you. Right. And then change the subject and go on to something else. So just be cognizant. People still are a little uncomfortable right. in some ways. Well, you mentioned napkin etiquette and I ate with a family 30 years ago and they all passed around the table uh, this washcloth that everyone used to wipe their hands and their face. It was a, it was a very endearing family thing, but uh, being a guest, I wasn't sure what kind of etiquette that would be. Would you recommend that? Yay or nay? Pass around community cloth? That's a family tradition, so we won't mess with that. Okay. You could always give a little towel to everyone so that everyone would have their own. You could do it that way, too. You're great. Now, how about this? Have you, you talked to, with, with just like teaching the young ones, you know, you sneeze into uh, the napkin, you, you, you burp into the napkin or, or whatever. Have you ever seen someone blow their nose at the table in their napkin? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> like one of my <laughs> I'm sitting in a restaurant and all of a sudden I hear that, oh, you know, yeah. I'm like, no, get up and please go to the men's room or the ladies room. It's not the bathroom. It's not the restroom. It's the men's room or the ladies room. Yeah. No, not at the table. That, that, that will set my hair on fire. <laughs> now, now, a lot of you folks, you have watched Christmas vacation with Chevy Chase <laughs> and uncle Eddie, you know, uh, let's, let's kind of unpack that. If that's okay. While we're talking about holiday etiquette. Okay. Um, sure. You know, the dog under the table, uh, uh, barfing on a bone, uh, pets or no pets, if you're inviting people to your home for the holidays, under the table. You know, there are a lot of pets that will be under the table and they'll be good. They won't beg. And I'm a huge animal lover, like and I, four dogs and, you know, all of that. And some dogs are really, really good and they're fine. But if they're not, you may want to make a little space for them, you know, in, in a different area of the house. And you can keep them gated off while everyone's eating. That's not mean or cruel. That's just taking care of your guests. So if you've got one of those dogs that'll lay there and won't sit and stare at everybody while they're eating, <laughs> you know, then great. Have your pet around. They're family too. Well, wonderful. I mean, you're so great, Zoe. Um, how about Uncle Eddie that takes his eggnog with no saucer or, or no napkin and and kind of sloshes it as he walks and he's walking around with his reindeer uh, too tight sweater and, and uh, talking about holding out for a management position, a saucer, <laughs> no saucer, napkin, no napkin. Well, what, what, what would you tell uncle Eddie to do? <laughs> well, you know, mugs, mugs don't come with saucers. So right. that's why when we use a saucer, that's what it's for is to keep the sloshing down right That, right. And you can still see people who will pick it up and they'll just use it without the saucer. And you just right. look the other way. Like you, you know, we, we, we don't judge. We try not to judge. We, we don't police, you know, we let people, but if they're making a mess in your house, then by all means, hand them a napkin. <laughs> Please. Yeah, do do me a favor. <laughs> Uncle Eddie, you know, you're having a little slosh <laughs> to help you. And here's right. another one. 
coasters, right? People who don't use it, please don't put a glass or a can or something on someone's wood table, right? You can ask, do you have any coasters? And if they say no, how about a cocktail napkin? And then just keep an eye on it to make sure that it doesn't leave that ring because then the next time they'll be like, oh, should we, should we invite Astrid? And it's like, well, Astrid left a ring on my coffee table. No, we're not inviting Astrid anymore. You don't want to be that, you don't want to be that person. You know, when it comes to, to body language and, and, and body posture, uh, appropriateness, uh, talking to family members you haven't ever met before or some you haven't seen in a long time. Um, you know, I, I usually choose to always let women have the seat and, and to stand um, uh, if, 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 you know, if there's not a seat left over for me, that's just what I prefer. Would you encourage that? Well, that just told everybody that you're a gentleman and how educated you are. Okay. And then <laughs> give up your seat for a woman. We have to respect our elders. We right. have to take care of the women in the room. Absolutely. You know, your carriage, your body posture tells people lots of things about you, how you feel about yourself, your mood. You know, this is not good body language. Right. <laughs> if you're in the corner, you might just be cold, but that's not what people are reading. People will read you're not comfortable, you're upset about something, you're ain't whatever. So, you know, your body posture matters a lot. Your grammar matters a lot. Right. You know, I saw um, No Country for Old Men the other night. And <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones character was speaking to his share, his deputy. And he said, you know, basically, I think the minute that yes, ma'am, and no, sir, went out the window, we were done for. That's right. Okay. So, so these things really matter. And when you're meeting people or seeing people that you haven't spent time with ever, or recently, you know, ask after them, see how they are use auntie Elnora or uncle, you know, James, like that, those are terms of endearment and they will endear you to them. Right. And they will Wonderful. remember, you, et cetera. Such great advice. You know, we live in a culture now that there's so much uncertainty and some would call it absurdity uh, of pronouns. I, don't call me ma'am. Don't call me he, don't call me she, don't call me, call me a unicorn or identify or whatever. So um, obviously this doesn't seem to be an issue uh, with with uh, older, uh, more seasoned adults, uh, but with with a new generation that is navigating their way through this uh, uh, situation with the pronouns and such. How, how how do you how do you approach that? Well, well, one thing that I will ask of all the women in the room: if a young person calls you ma'am, please don't correct them. Please don't say, "Don't call me ma'am." It makes me feel old please understand and respect the fact that they are using good etiquette, good manners. And right. we should want that for younger people. I, I don't get offended when someone calls me ma'am. I never have. I, I think it's lovely and I love hearing it. So we won't correct children if they call. And then there's also the men who will say, don't call me, sir. That's my dad. You know what? Let that go. Like if you say, you know, call me Jim. You can do that instead of kind of correcting them in the moment. Right. Insofar as the pronouns are concerned, they will 
let you know how they prefer to be um, greeted or what term they would like you to use. If you can remember to use it, great. And if you can't, okay, that's fine. You're human. No one's perfect. And we'll just leave it at that. This is such good information. So folks, you got to go to ogetiquettexpert.com. I can't wait to, to have you on more, Zoe. You are an expert. You know, in Egypt, there's certain things that are considered an insult because it's a different country. If you ask to use the restroom in Egypt, uh, that's actually uh, insulting to the host. If you, if you stop eating or you refuse food, <laughs> that's actually considered uh, an insult as well because... In their culture, uh, their desire is to leave you so full that, that you can barely walk. And so it was good for me to learn some of their etiquette, uh, to say that I was full uh, before I was really, really full. Because when you say you're full, uh, to like my friend uh, Mohammed and his beautiful family in Cairo, Egypt, they'll bring you a whole nother chicken after <laughs> you say you're full. Do you encourage people... With all these, you know, some of the most beautiful children uh, are, are children that are from, from blended families of different races. It's really important, wouldn't you say, to perhaps know uh, if you're entering into a home of a different culture, uh, what, their, what their holiday etiquette or what their regular etiquette should be? Right. It's important to understand etiquette from different cultures. So if you're traveling, you know, Google is our friend in this regard. We can look up all kinds of things yes. like in Japanese homes, Eastern homes, you know, Eastern being um, that part of the country that you're referring a world that you're referring to right. tend to take shoes off. So, yes, so sure don't do. want to wear put those three day old socks on when the socks are <laughs> cold. Because <laughs> when you get to the door, you're going to have to pull your boots off, and, uh -huh. you know, and 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 that's how we walk. And that's something that I do to any when I go into anyone's home. I will always ask, "Would you prefer I take my shoes off if I if if the shoes aren't already by the door?" And a lot of times that's where they will be. But so you, yeah, it's incredibly important to understand why we do this in some places instead right. of this, right? <laughs> things that can get get you in trouble so it's important and um we have our own cultures and traditions and every other country does as well yes very important now now flying back home to america here uh is there such a thing as parking etiquette we know that uncle eddie should never empty out uh his brown water in the in the gutter right in front of the the guest house like he did in christmas vacation um, what, what, what would you say might be a parking etiquette when it comes to visiting a home? Well, Brant, there is etiquette in everything, right? So we have etiquette on the golf course. Right. We have uh, etiquette when we're getting on our horse or when we're, we're uh, taking our horse into the barn. We have etiquette in, in, on the road. We have etiquette in everything. So holiday season parking, we all know, is a nightmare. So you need to be careful that the space that you're getting ready to go into there, that car hasn't been sitting there for two minutes waiting for them to back out. Right. Just take a minute. Don't get into a thing with people over a silly parking space. The easiest thing to do is to park in the back 40. And then that way you don't have to worry about it. There you, you go. Worry about whether or not you can remember where you parked. <laughs> <laughs> but well, you're not 
get into a tiff with somebody over parking etiquette. And I think that's the biggest thing. Like sometimes there'll be people behind you. So now you can't back up. Oh, it's, it can be bad. The parking thing can be bad. And if they want it, let them have it. They're a bigger, that's not a hill that you want to pass out on. Let it go. (laughs) Well, you know, holiday etiquette is so important. You know, uh, even down to if it's, if it's sleeting or snowing outside, make sure the ladies uh, have an arm to hold on to a lot of, a lot of, uh, uh, women will wear high heels or, or shoes that are not always conducive, uh, to a slick sidewalk, but you know, you, you really said it all Zoe, when you said that there is etiquette in everything. And if you consider people over yourself, uh, when you determine in your mind, uh, uh, for men to adopt a code of chivalry and consideration, uh, and just as, as a person, whatever, uh, uh, wherever you come from or, or uh, whatever your sex is, you know, you basically consider others before yourself. Uh, etiquette starts in the heart and in the mind. And for those of you who are sharpening your mind and etiquette, when you type in as I am, OG etiquette expert dot com right the og etiquette expert.com yes okay. that is correct when you type in your computer like i'm doing right now the og etiquette expert.com you've got a sharp site very clean very wonderful uh tells about who zoe is the actor director nationally known expert in the area of etiquette and etiquette training you can trust her what a great place to go. Uh, a fantastic resource. Of course, she's been on ABC, NBC, uh, Fox, Fox News. Uh, Pardon me. Oh, you're fine. I'll, I'll edit it out. Okay. Fox <laughs> News, Fox News and a channel three. Uh, and you can also you can also contact her from this site. Now, do you do phone consultations as well? I certainly can. Wonderful. Zoom calls too. And and it's so great anymore. I mean, say what you will about all this crazy technology, but we can definitely, we've learned how to use it, haven't we? I mean, we really have learned how to use it. And you know, those shoes that you were talking about? Yes, ma'am. We win, we win, women wear sometimes, I call them restaurant shoes because <laughs> drop me off at the front door and I can walk in the restaurant. <laughs> and that's about it. <laughs> My restaurant shoes. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, you know, when, when I first married my wonderful wife, uh, she was single for a long time. She was a single mother and she wasn't used to someone opening her door or, or dropping her off at, at the entrance and such. It was an adjustment for her. She loved it. She appreciated it. But it was an adjustment as well. So, folks, as people uh, are showing etiquette and as young people, especially, are are learning the lost art for many uh, of etiquette, I encourage you uh, to get the right resources. And I can't think of a better place than with Zoe Yeoman, theetiquettexpert.com. You've seen it on the bottom of the screen as well the entire time. Zoe, I feel a richer person because of meeting you. Can't wait for your expertise as the as the time goes on. And and there's always something uh, to apply proper etiquette to. Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, It has been my pleasure. So nice to meet you. I am 
getting things up on the website day by day. So bear with us on that branding, um, new branding issue. But uh, please reach out, happy to help talk. Anything that you know anyone needs, I'm here for them. So it's part of my, it's part of being of service. Wonderful. What a delight it is to meet you. And what a wonderful thing it is to point the entire world. People see this from all over the world uh, to a great resource. And it's none other than with Zoe Yeoman, the OG etiquette expert. Thank you again for being with us. You're welcome. Thank you. See you soon. Very we'll see you time. next time. And we'll see you okay. folks.